pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hello and welcome to the Garner Veterans Memorial. We're glad you could join us for this audio tour. The memorial honors the sacrifices of those who served in the armed forces. It provides historical context to help visitors better understand our nation's wars and conflicts. Your tour guide today is a local veteran who served in two wars. We're honored to introduce to you one of the original tour guides, Spencer Cardwell. You'll also hear from memorial designer and Garner resident, Mon Peng Yue, and from internationally renowned artist, Thomas Sayer, who made the striking red clay earth cast you see standing before you today. Our tour begins near the entrance by the flagpole. Let's head over. My name is Spencer Cardwell. I'll be your tour guide today. I am retired military. I spent 27 years on active duty. I've, I'm a World War II veteran and a highly decorated veteran of the Vietnam War. We hope this will be enjoyable. I hope it will answer a lot of questions about the memorial and hope someday you'll come back and revisit. This memorial was dedicated to all those who served, to the, all those who returned home, and to those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. And to them, we are forever thankful for the freedoms that you and I enjoy today. For we all know that freedom is not free. Now, as we start our tour today at the entrance to our memorial, this memorial is designed and divided into five parts. Part one of this memorial is dedicated to the various branches of service. The panels that you see, the emblems that you see, of which five, to each of the five services. The plaque at the top, being the Army, is the oldest of the five branches. Uh, at this point, I would like to back up in our narrative and tell you a little bit of how this memorial was formed. In 2006, the town of Garner decided they wanted to build a memorial. They wanted to dedicate that to all veterans of all services, all creeds and all colors, both living and dead. The committee's job was to find a architect or select an architect uh, and approve a design. In the meantime, the committee set out to raise monies. They raised $500,000 from private donors to build and construct this memorial. Thus, it is therefore owned by the people, not by the town of Garner. On May the 4th, 2006, this committee was formed and the memorial was dedicated on May the 4th of 2013. Now we will move from this point into the quadrangle where we will discuss 38 panels and the 22 benches and the significance of each and the meaning of each. The panels are dedicated to the military services and to the wars in which were fought. You'll notice that wars have been fought since 1776 in almost every decade. If you notice that the panels that are directly in front of you at this point are in 10-year denominations. Now let's hear from architect Mon Peng Yue. She will tell us about the design significance of the memorial. 
the committee members you know, envisioned having school kids you know, doing, making field trips to come over here and, and visit the memorial and perhaps learn some, about some of the history of our nation. So that's where we came up with the idea of organizing it by decade. And the decades where we do have conflict, you see you know, the vertical panels rising up like soldiers and sentries you know, and, and marching in, in uh, formation. And then in the decades where we have peace, it's a horizontal plane where it kind of folds up into seating areas on each end. So that's, you have an opportunity to kind of sit and reflect and look out into the wonderful landscape and really appreciate the freedom and, and the peace that we have at home because of the veterans who sacrificed their lives. I will say that uh, I have interviewed people who've been sitting on one of these benches and I approached the lady one day and she said to me, this was the day my brother was killed in Vietnam. So it does have some specific meanings for many people. From this point, I've, from the tall panels, uh, I would like to note, call your attention to the smaller panels. That's part of the 38. These are in honor and contain the names of 64 either Garner, Swift Creek, or other parts immediately adjacent to the Garner area. It contains their names alphabetized and by war, starting with the Civil War. The last panel down is the wars of Afghanistan and Iraq. I might add that what we call the quadrangle uh, is used for other things today. For example, recently we've had a posthumous military award ceremony, Bronze Star and some other things done. The memorial is available for, but all must be approved prior to use by the town of Garner. This memorial is presently managed by the town of Garner, Parks, Recreation and Cultural Resources Department, and the Veterans Advisory Committee. This memorial offers an excellent, excellent background for the 4th of July's festivities, and surprisingly at night, the panels that you're looking at offer a spectacular backdrop for the fireworks. We will move to the back side of the taller panels, and there we will discuss how those panels were molded, who molded them, and the meanings of those individual shapes. I'd like to call your attention to the backs of these panels. The front part of the panels are granite cut from a quarry here in North Carolina. The backside of these panels, even though they look like they were molded, they were hand molded. Uh, that is clay from the state of North Carolina. Let's hear more about the design of these panels from sculptor Thomas Sayer. The, the troops in this state were largely from rural communities who plowed the fields and then put down those plows and, and went to war. And some of them didn't come back. And so the, these big slabs that contain on the inside carved names of all the fallen troops, the outside uh, are earth castings, which uh, is, a, is a term we've coined and it, it comes from, oh, a decade and a half of learning how to make molds in the earth uh, and then pouring concrete directly in Mother Earth and then lifting them up uh, and standing against Father Sky. And so 
the slabs that, that, that form the sort of outside of this piece come directly out of the earth uh, that, that the people came out of, really, in, in, in terms of being farmers. And alas, those that didn't come back return to the earth, as we all do at some point. I would like to point out to you now the bricks upon which you are standing upon. This is the fifth part of our memorial. More than 1,000 bricks have been installed which have the names of the servicemen and women inscribed upon them. When the memorial was designed and built, 680 bricks were installed and it's designed to handle 2,000 bricks. You will notice that they are two different sized bricks. They are the four by eights and the eight by eight bricks. They are restricted to what can go on those bricks. 16 characters, including spaces, commas, per line. The smaller bricks are restricted to three lines, the larger bricks to five lines. Bricks are installed once every October. They are not installed by date of service or alphabetized. We maintain a running roster a map of where each brick is located and we have not only a history of every brick, we have a history of every one of the deceased uh, 64 names on the shorter panels. At the end of the corridor of panels lies a final area of reflection. The larger panel with star-shaped openings represents the 50 states of our country. The smaller panels with no inscription represent the unwritten future of our nation. I hope thoroughly that you've enjoyed what I've had to say today, and I hope you're a little more knowledgeable of why this memorial is here and what it stands for. May God bless you, and good day. Everywhere you stand in this memorial, there's a different perspective. Our views are dependent on our place in history. Only when we stand at the end and reflect back along the entire memorial do we truly see the depth of the sacrifice. <laughs>